What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. How do you do? How do you do, everybody? What up? What up? What up? Good? Always, man. I'm always good. That's good. We had a we had a good weekend. We went to a fr- one of your friend's birthday. It was Biggie inspired, but, <laughs> but it was in the weirdest it was, place. <laughs> that was what I was about to say. Is like it's a strictly like it was like a Biggie birthday because that was his favorite artist. But we went to Tin Roof where they were only playing live rock and country music, which I love too. Which was great. But I know I was but it like, was just it, bizarre. It the balance of it doesn't. I think is I don't know why I remember Tin Roof. I don't know. I I never the times I've been to the roof. It's been a while, but I never remembered it. It was more rustic, but I remember it too much of a country bar. And I think maybe later on in the night it changed, but for the most part, yeah, everything that we heard while we were there it was very, very country based. Yeah. And everybody that was aside from our group, everybody there seemed like they were there for country music. Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So I just thought it was the weirdest combination ever <laughs> where yeah. you're doing the biggie party, and I felt so embarrassed because I'm not embarrassed. I just thought it was weird how it was me and. The main birthday boy and then somebody else, um, and Jose, I think were the only ones actually wearing Biggie shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was an interesting night, but it was fun to see everybody, you know, have a couple of drinks, you know. We wang chung. It was all good. <laughs> we wang chung. <laughs> oh, and then oh. The, the beach the next day, and and I, I I literally had the weirdest thing happen to me where I, I have no luck when it comes to canopies apparently. <laughs> oh, I had yeah. one blow away from me, almost trampled people. I had, and basically, I had to leave it at the beach because it would. It basically just got rusted out and couldn't close it anymore. And now the one I re- bought to replace that one, we tied it down, and the wind was so strong it somehow broke it in half. <laughs> I will, Fuck, really? The funny thing is that we weren't the only canopy around there. It was like at least five or six other ones around us. And I don't think they were like weighed down at all, and they, well, if you they don't didn't buy, fly away. Yeah, if you don't buy your 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 canopies from the dollar store, then you know, whatever, dude. I want a little bit above the dollar store, okay? All right, it's at dollars. least two dollars. Five below. <laughs> you went to five below, got your canopy. Okay, we got it, buddy. Hey, at least it was it was okay if it ran away. <laughs> all right, so, so let's, talk to me. What's going on? So I do have a discussion. Well, a discussion question. Okay. I always like to bring something up just to start off our, our little podcast. Go ahead, get provocative on me. You ready? Go ahead. Okay. You're put in a cage with an extremely hungry dragon. In front of you are six people different from the other. Who will you choose to protect you from this dragon? You have one, a hardcore K pop fan. Okay. Two, another second person, a weeb, like a questionable one. What's a weeb? A weeb is a person. Uh, it's a device. Uh, device's term to with somebody that's really into Japanese culture, but is not Japanese. Oh, like they, went, they wish to like, be. Remember Japanese. Jonah Hill used to go on SNL and did that the little skit. I don't watch SNL. Well, there was a skit where he did exactly what you're describing. People like very Americanized people that would go, but they were like pretend like they're Japanese, try to speak it, and like only dress like in. You know, Japanese, uh, culture. Japanese culture attire, yeah. Like that, yes. Okay. A weeb. Okay. All right. A person who thinks DC is better than Marvel. Number okay. three. Number four, a person who thinks Marvel is better than DC. Okay. Number five is a Karen. Okay. And number six is Jeff Bezos. So, wait, you <laughs> said, that, okay, your original question is which one of these I would choose to protect me? Yeah, protect you from the dragon. But why is it I'm listening to your question? All I can think of is 
Which one of these would I feed to the dragon first? It's like, <laughs> you don't is know. that wrong? I was like, in my head, I'm like, wait, are you asking me which, <laughs> who would I sacrifice, would you sacrifice? <laughs> sacrifice to the dragon first? No, this one's to protect you from a dragon. Oh, dude, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos? Well, I mean, if if his money's going to be able to, to play a factor in the whole situation, then yeah. How is his money going to play a factor if, it's in fr- if you're caged in, in a cage? How's this money gonna be a factor? I don't factor? know, man. Maybe he's like Batman. I don't know what he got it on his belt. <laughs> man, we got that. He got those. You know, he got those secret dragon repellent sprays in there. I don't know, man. He got secret Amazon dra- secret dragon repellent. <laughs> and you know, if you don't have it on him, he can order an Amazon Prime and get it within a couple two of days, hours. Yeah, two days, two days shipping, and you still can survive in a cave. <laughs> so you know, mine's, mine's would be mm-hmm. a person who thinks DC is better than Marvel. So you're gonna feed him. No, I, th- I think. What is your logic behind? It? Okay, so you. This is not out of spite, apparently. You, this is some kind of logical. So, what is your logical reasoning for that? Oh, I'll just tell him like, oh, yo, the dragon thinks that Iron Man is better than Batman, and he'll go into full on rage, and if I can kill the dragon. Why? Because a Marvel fan, <laughs> a Marvel fan, whatever, is gonna be like, if you start to say the same thing, they're like. I know you're lying. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't care. <laughs> but DC fans are so hardcore about it. Uh-huh. And I've seen the fandom on that. I'm like, they they will go to ends of the earth to fight whatever <laughs> argument that so. to bring down DC. <laughs> so if you put him like, like, yo, he's talking shit about Batman, bro. Go get it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> and the Karen, what are you going to say about the Karen? Like, um, was it like the what? He has to speak to the manager. Like, what? Oh, Karen, Karen was like, I want to speak to your boss. I want to speak to your boss. Who's that? Okay. The wizard? I want to speak to the wizard. I know. I can't have you kind over here. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Even the dragon would be offended. <laughs> yeah, he was like, whoa, wow. whoa. We Cannot take- believe you went there, lady. <laughs> Cannot that, believe you went that's there. That's how we started it off. The dragon, point, the dragon busts out with a cell phone out of nowhere and just start pointing out. Fil- filming. <laughs> Filming like that. Hey, maybe we found it. The Karen. <laughs> she'll be she'll be so offensive that He's the dragon's like, gonna be like, "Yo, re- we need to record this." <laughs> He's not even trying to like <laughs> hurt him. Just record. Hold on. Breaks out his little dragon phone. Hold on. Wait. Let me get this. <laughs> what did you say again? What did you say? <laughs> these people. These dragons. What do you got offensively us, lady? Like, <laughs> are you are you making fun of my scales? The fuck? Yeah. Problem with people with my skin complexion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. All right, so we're going. So you stick with Jeff Bezos, though. Yeah, uh, Jeff Bezos and uh, Jeff even, Bezos even, and the and the maybe the maybe Batman belt, and then uh, you're gonna Karen, pick the DC, the DC. But Karen, Karen, Karen might Trump Karen might actually way. trump all of that stuff. But I'm I'm gonna go with my a person who thinks DC is better than Batman than Marvel. <laughs> oh man, interesting choice. Interesting choice. So uh, yes. talking about this weekend and and. This got me into other, this was in a deep Reddit run that I was going to, and I got, I joined in, and I think you would appreciate this. Okay. So I joined a closed beta for, there's uh, an AI called Mid Journey. Okay, it's an AI for a game. Not a game. Okay. So this is a new art making tool. It's in closed beta. So what through, through uh, the, um, so what is, it works is that, um, you give this AI specific like wording and terms and or, or an idea that you have, and it will ger- generate an artwork resulting from that idea you have. 
Okay. So there was um, there was one that I saw was uh, Jeff Bezos. Uh, no, was it was it Jeff Bezos? No, it was Elon Musk as GTA cover art, and it would generate a like a a face of of uh, Elon Musk, and kind of the artwork of of what GTA was is. Yeah. You know, it's so funny you're telling me this, and all I can think of is that sounds like a really cool, like somebody basically seemed like they're trying to rebuild a live action version, a real live version of Weird Science, yeah, but for art, but for art, but you could go crazy with it. There's there was even somebody who goes uh, fiery dragon as an architectural structure, or you could do um, there was um, you you know what's uh, I think it's called spotting or where the a uh, Rorschach. Mm-hmm. But done, and we could be like Rorschach art done by uh, Leonardo da Vinci. And you know, the, 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 the Adam Man, mm-hmm. the structure man, and it'll be like, it'll paint it as if it was a da Rorschach Vinci, test. a Rorschach text, but done in da Vinci style. Interesting concept. I mean, it's, I mean, it's got like, the funny thing is, can you imagine if like that starts becoming the norm for art- artists to start building stuff off of? Oh yeah, where it's like it's but it's, I I saw some, I, I don't know like how, the creativity part is just basically asking the questions. Yes, it's 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 and um, the beta test. So I just got in. So it's all I get 25, 25 images mm-hmm. up to twenty five uh, curies that I yeah. could do. So I haven't used any. So I'm like I want to be because I'm only limited to twenty five until they go live and then there's gonna be a pay mm-hmm. structure for that. But I'm like, I want to see where I could go with this. Like, where can my mind create something and see what it does with it? Modern day renaissance. Yeah. Modern, modern day situational renaissance, yeah. That's, I've always had that thought process. Like, just being able to... And I've seen art... I've seen photographers try different things like that. Like, I saw one guy, he was able to recreate a lot of renaissance-style art, with, um, but using people, guys in a, in a mechanic shop. Oh, wow. So imagine being able to do that with like literally street art, like any, like think about anything super common that you might see walking around Brooklyn and New York or something like that, but in a Renaissance style painting. Yeah, it just and it just this just opened up back in I want to say March. So it was recent. It was like this year that I think they opened up the beta or mm-hmm. they had the closed beta, and I was able to get in. I don't know how, but so I have, I'm gonna show you some of the artwork. What's an interesting concept? Think about this one interesting aspect of it. Like for example, I mean think about. Cell phones and Instagram basically turning almost everybody into like photographers in a yeah. sense of because think about it. Photography back in the day was, you know, you know, your uncles and stuff like that would have cameras, but, you know, that's it. Or they might just go for events. But, um, you know, some people, obviously photographers that follow that profession, that's where they were producing the most artwork, right? The mm-hmm. most interesting ones. But now because cell phones and curiosity and then you have platforms like Instagram where everybody can share everything. So. People with cell phones, and especially the the quality of camera they're getting, are finding these amazing you know perspectives and and visions of stuff, right? So this could be one where somebody might not have the the gift, like me. the gift of maybe uh, like creating artwork. Maybe you don't have a medium that you feel like are skillful enough to create it, but you always have these bizarre, interesting ideas, and you would like to see. Yeah, there I you think, go. and and I think I found mine because I can't draw for shit. <laughs> I can take photos pretty good. But photos even limit to me to, 
how much I could do because at that after a certain point, how to light it, how to yeah, I could light it, I could put my subject and everything in frame the way I want to, but at a certain point, at a certain point, the artistic side, not artistic side because photography is artistic, but the ability to manipulate it and f- figure out the way you want it to look, it becomes very difficult because then you become like more of a a painter or uh, you're drawing, yeah, you're manipulating it. perspective. Pro- uh, Pixels, if you say. Yeah, manipulating. Pixel artist. Yes, so it's it's difficult to me at that point, and and now that I found it, I'm like, wow, there's so many things I've been I've written that I've always wanted to see mm-hmm. that I've probably seen them thought of my dreams to see it on paper, or or even. Well, on there's you know something that that could help me with one aspect, one idea that I had, because um, so like one thing I want to plan out in my life is I want to get a chest piece, chest tattoo, and I've noticed that most chest tattoos are basically like animals, right? People yeah. get owls, people get stuff like that. So my whole obsession is monkeys. So, but I want like, you know, something about that idea of being able to put a monkey in the middle and then have something come out. Yeah. So I was like, man, what it would be cool to take, uh, I think the most common folklore, especially in Japanese culture, I think it's like, um, if it's Japanese or Chinese, but it's uh, the six-tailed fox, or, yeah. right? So imagine being able to take the artwork from some old uh, Japanese painting Instead of a six-tailed fox, you create a six-tailed monkey. Yeah, you could do that. You That's could what t- I mean. You could have them do like a six-tailed monkey in the art style of blah, 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 and it would produce that for you. Nice. See? That's what I mean. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to show you something. It's going to be after. an interesting world if that, if, that, if that AI gets more advanced and more career, like is able to somehow be more creative in a sense of, because obviously it's following parameters. Yeah. But it's following, you know, but you're giving it, but if you give enough raw data, which is the artist and stuff like that, that it can mimic and it can like do something, it yeah. can mimic off of that. You yeah. give it enough data, it will it will show something that we've never seen. And that's yeah. the whole idea. So I'm excited. Right. I'm, I'm I'm down for it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to see if I can get you. I'm gonna see if you're able to still get into to the closed beta for it. Oh, try that'd be cool. Oh yeah. So but you only get twenty five. Darn. It. Yeah, I know, right? That's the only worst thing about it. I'm like, fuck, only twenty five. The it's, best thing you do, like, I think what you just said is just write it down, but, like, write everything out. Right, and then just narrow I, the hell out of it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna bring it down to 25. How many parameters per request? It, I, I don't know. I just, literally, I got in this morning. Oh, okay, okay. I, it, this, is, this is something I've been, I, when I found out, and I started researching it, and I, and I was able to, I went to the website, and I, I got in. It was just like, oh, you wanted to be part of the beta? I was like, this is still open. So I clicked it, got in, so... Let's see how it goes. So it's called Mid Journey. Mid Journey. Yes. Sounds good. All right. So let's get into some topics. Let's get into some topics. Good openings. All right. Cool. All right. Topics, buddy. What's the topics? So the first one is um, uh, Stephen Yen uh, from The Walking Dead. Okay. And he's joining uh, Bonjo Ho uh, Warner Brothers for a new sci fi movie that has Robert Pattinson. Naomi Aki, Mark Ruffalo, and Tony Collette in it. Called Mikey Seven. Mikey Seven? Mikey. M-I-C-K-E-Y Seven. That sounds interesting. Or Mickey Seven. Sorry. Mickey Seven. Not Mikey Seven. I apologize. Mickey Seven. Disney? I mean... It's not Disney. It's... So, when... All right. I'm going to read you the premise. Go ahead. And you tell me what do you think it is. What what, what movie uh, comes to mind when you see it? Okay. So Mickey Seven is it centers on Mickey Seven, a man on an expedition to colonize to colonize 
colonize the ice world Nephilim. This expendable, expendable employee takes jobs too risky for anyone else. And when he dies, he generates as a clone with the most memories intact. When Mickey seven is presumed dead, he returns to his mission base only to see that a new clone Mickey eight has taken his place. Moon? Moon. You asked me what movie that reminds me of? Moon. Really? Yes. Have you seen Moon? No. Moon is about um, this guy. He's a worker, but he's supposed to live on the moon for two years by himself. Basically, everything that this company created is self. Like they're mooning, they're mining the moon, but everything is all computerized. So they only yeah. need one person to manage everything, right? So he signed a contract to live there for two years. So what happened was um, he's there for two years and he gets into an accident right before he's about to come home. Um, but for some reason, when he got he survived the accident and when he gets when he gets back to the base, he finds out that there's a there's another him there. OK, so apparently what this com- what they've been doing is they've been cloning him. Like every two years, they kill off one clone. and re- So basically, they he's been there forever. He's been there for years, but. They just keep on doing that same thing. So the original probably might have gone home, but they ended up cloning him to just keep con- continue living there for two years because he's self sustaining. They know he can he can last for two years. So, okay. but the thing is, this is what he's discovering because he's like he's getting there and he has, like his other self acts like they just got there and they're new to this and everything, <laughs> and he's just walking around like what like he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> so he's realizing all this stuff that this, this company has been screwing him because he's literally just been a clone this whole time. So that's why I said it reminds me of the moon. Oh shit! Okay, that's more accurate. I was thinking Oblivion with Tom Cruise a little bit. That one's true, but that one's a little bit different only because, um, Oblivion because that's a like aliens were using like they cloned a hero to do it. Yeah, and there was like th- there were thousands of him. But we don't know who's cloning him. We don't know well who, who's cloning him to. I think they, I don't know if they kept on cloning him. I just know they used clones to take over the world. That okay. was Oblivion. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I just thought I thought of like mining because he was his his job was just regular. Yeah, it was just, just spot, just spot us. checking the planet and making yeah. sure the things that were taking all the resources were working. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. that's that's what came to mind when I read first when I first. Oh read yeah, about so it. yeah. That, for me, it was a moon. It was a moon. I have to watch it though. Oh, oh, I'm sure you can look it up. It's a pretty old movie. It's um, you remember uh um Galaxy Quest? Yes. Remember the the one who wore the red shirt that I was making fun of like. You don't even know my last name. No. I'm not like he thought he was always gonna die because he like he was an extra. I remember the movie that not that specific. Well, he was a funny guy. He was he was a. Comic. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yes. Like he kept on saying like I'm gonna die, I'm gonna <laughs> die because I have no last name. And he goes, but you have a last name. He's like yeah, but you don't know it. because <laughs> he kept on thinking it was like Star Star Trek where the the one guy in the sh- the red shirt that went on the planet the, for Discovery is the one that ends up getting killed. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, it was that actor. I believe, and he was in. That was the movie he was in. All right. So, so mm-hmm. uh, the next one is um, it's a new movie that's going to be with Fifty Cent, and it's going to be a horror movie called Skill House. Skill House. Yeah, Skill House. Hmm. Um, and sounds like a really like messed up DIY house, like a DIY show. <laughs> Once I tell you this, then then oh, okay. it'll, so, it, so you it, got the premise now. Yeah, I, I got the premise. It's just that <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be more obvious of what it would look like. 
So this is going to take on a dark, dark satire of social media and influence culture. Okay. So it's taking aim on has, um, seeing how far people are going to go, are willing to go to achieve internet fame. So this is a potential first film to do, be part of a franchise that they're so, aiming for. Like for like a social media type of horror movies? Social media type of horror movies. Like, I think there's a movie called Spree. Um, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's a movie called Spree. It's got the guy from Stranger Things. Uh, one of the guys from Stranger Things, and he's like this guy in a car picking people up like Uber. But I think he's, I want to say something. I know, I know it's a type of horror movie. I just don't know the premise because I, I haven't gotten the time to watch it. But yeah, it's uh, social media. I mean, that's that's a that's the thing. I mean, it's been around for a minute, but to explore with the newer um, social media portals, that would be interesting. Yeah, I know. Because obviously, but when I think skill, when it says skill house, I'm thinking of like you know how like TikTok has a bunch of like hype house or whatever it's called or. Mm-hmm. They have different people, like even like a Latino ex group of friends, are, are have like this whole social media well, house. You know what would be interesting is, okay, so I mean, maybe this maybe this uh, takes takes on this this thing because obviously social most times when you think of social media horror movies, right, or you just think internet horror movies, it's always about one sinister person doing something to one individual for the clicks or the likes, right? Yeah. So what I'm interested in is trends, because imagine. Being able to do something tr- like a trend that would basically kill people, but like it's not an individual, one person. Maybe the person who started the trend, yeah, but a trend that kills people versus uh, one individual that just does put something online. Yeah. Because obviously trends are ends up becoming bigger. Like people trying, uh, or, or imagine a trend where somebody starts a trend on TikTok where they're summoning demons. You know, oh, you know, I bet you can't last trying yeah. to do this, but they're like actually summoning demons, and you see the click. <laughs> so like, people are trying to just think—they're not really thinking it's real. They just keep on trying to do it, but then each time somebody tries to do it, something happens. Oh, that's fucking be interesting. <laughs> because you're 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 trying to find the person who starts the trends versus the person who's causing these things this to happen. Continuation. To yeah, like the people because there's so many deaths all over, all over the country, all over the world. You know, based on these trends that they keep on making. So, oh, you know what it reminded me of? Actually, just the same process, and I thought about it. Uh, suicide, uh, I think it's Suicide Club. Like a Japanese, it's an old Japanese Oh, yes, movie. I remember. That was like that, where pe- the cops just didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. People were just committing suicide left and right in groups, and, like, they couldn't stop anybody, and they tried to find individuals, but they didn't even know how to, like, they didn't even know how, how to find one person to be, to accuse for all these people killing themselves. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. Imagine like that, but trends. Yeah. Suicide Club for trends. Suicide Club trends? No, Suicide Club, the movie, but instead of that movie. Trends. Yeah, trends that basically cause people to hurt themselves and stuff like that. And they're trying to find out who's starting the trends that are causing all these deaths. Okay. It starts with the Tide Pod thing. Right? <laughs> hey, but that's a good way to. That's what I'm saying. That's think about that idea. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. But let's get into some trailers that we saw lastly. Uh, a few months ago, Netflix released a three-minute clip of all their movies that they're coming out with, uh, like The Gray Man um, and some other shows. But one of them that stood out, and there was a quick glimpse, it was a Jamie Foxx movie with Snoop Dogg called Day Shift. And the trailer came out, and it's really revolving him as a hardworking dad trying to provide for his daughter because uh, the daughter and the mom... The, the baby mama is trying to leave to Florida and he's trying to get some money for them to stay. So he goes back into his world 
of hunting and killing vampires. And he's also starring um, Dave Franco mm-hmm. in it. I got to see. I, I, I enjoyed the trailer. It, it, I know what I'm expecting from it. Isn't well, it? Well, you saw the producers, right? The people that made it were also the people that made John Wick yeah. and Kick-Ass. Yeah, so isn't it, the action is going to be on point. I'm not going to be... I know I'm not going to be disappointed with... With you see Snoop Dogg with a, a Gatling gun, which is one of the best things I've seen. You know what's so funny is like cinema. I, it was cool to see. Years. It's cool to see uh, Snoop Dogg in the role of basically the whisper. Uh, whisper, <laughs> is it? What is his name? The sorry the the uh, the, the, the the one that would help uh, Blade. Oh, Whisker. Uh, uh, Wessler. Wessler. Whistler. That's right. Whistler. So yeah, it's cool to see Snoop Dogg in that role. You know, because he's an old mentee, which is weird because he doesn't like he doesn't really old age. Mentor? He still looks the same as when he like sort of he almost looks the same as when he first came out. But yeah, to see that old mentor, like I'm like the old professional, but I'm really good at it type thing. Yeah, that's cool to see him in that role. So yeah. it was it was an interesting uh, trailer, and I can't wait to watch him. It really get me excited to watch the movie though. Oh yeah, and then you have D, D Franco, which the newbie, the newbie trying to come on and and trying to <laughs> trying to get his feet wet. While pissing his pants. Yeah. So I, I like, like I told you when we watched the show, like I love the twist in the sense because every time you see a vampire-ish movie like this, especially Hunters, it's almost like their society, like they're basically trying to keep society safe. Yeah. Like, no, these guys, like this is a profitable business. Gig. And they're just trying to make ends meet, basically. This is like, a, um, remember, what was it, the Repo Men? Oh, yeah. That's kind of feels like where you're taking this very gory type of work, but you're turning it into something super like, you know, common like guys, ah, I'm just doing this for the money. So oh, it's right. I liked it's it. So it was it was an interesting twist to it. I like it. It's, and then it comes out August. No, ju- I think it was August fifteenth. It was like August tenth or something. That was soon. Oh, what next month? Yeah. Yeah, it was next month. Let me just pull up the date just real quick. See what was their release date that they have it for. I know it was just around the corner. I'm like, oh, we could we get to review it when it comes out. And I, uh, let's see. No, I can't find a release date as of. Oh, just August 12th. August 12th will be coming out on Netflix. All right. So the last trailer, and this one just came in last minute and it was just released. It's called Hypochondria. Hypochondriac. And they label this as a queer horror films. But uh, the true synopsis of it is Will. Uh, he's a young. Hispanic gay potter and he is his boss is terrible but he's got a great boyfriend and a great job unfortunately be uh, behind the veneer is a dark past of violence mental illness that he is desperate to keep hidden when his bipolar mom comes out of the woodworks after 10 years of silence he begins exhibiting unexplainable symptoms and spirals into obsession determined to solve the mystery of who he his own of his own the it, and I think and I think you mentioned it well. It gave a, a lot of uh, Donnie Darko vibes. Well, mostly because of the the, char- mask. the mask character, yeah, because he looks very much like the uh, the denom- demonic bunny. Yeah, which I mean, it's just interesting that there's a connection to it. Only because I know I know the demonic bunny wasn't an actual like villain. Like he was literally one of the basically he was a. He's like a guy Dark- took him. Well, Donnie Darko, he was a victim. He was Don- he was a victim of Donnie Darko. That, but yeah, he wore that mask, which made him weird. And obviously, the, the character looks identical. Um, but I do like the trailer just because it makes it. Most movies have a touch on mental illness when it comes to 
um, you know, them becoming like, oh, there's a twist. It was all in your mind the whole time. Yeah. But this one, you kind of start off with the idea where you don't know whether they're crazy or like this is actually happening. Yeah. Like the sh- the movie, like so you're questioning yourself and you, what you're seeing the or whole time. Or if he's been like that the whole time, and is now he has a there was a breaking point that he's unable to control it or contain it. Yeah. So now we get to find um, and it's, I like stuff like that where like that's what I love about horror movies. They have very interesting plot lines, and I'm hoping this one this one looks like a very interesting plot line. Oh, it does. So, I'm and, always- and it's coming into theaters in October, which is pretty hard horror season month. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be the oversaturation. Now the question is, what's gonna win? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Let's well, see. That, I feel like that's when you're gonna get the last Halloween movie too, which I don't know. Like, I I am gonna watch it, but the last ones didn't necessarily like. They were fun, but I don't know if they hyped me up enough to be like, yeah, I can't wait for that. Like I'm waiting for that conclusion. I'm I'm hyped to see how they close off the story, mm-hmm. or if they're gonna just keep continuing for like. Part 58 or something like that? No, I think they're going to give you a resolution. Because right now, the last one didn't leave you with that. So No, the last one just set you up. And they knew they were going to... The last one was... They already had the plan that we were going to do a three-part series with this yeah. last series. So, let's see how far they go into it. But like that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from My Mom's Garage. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at From My Mom's Garage, or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, or bring a friend. See you next week. Later. Later.